If you enjoy listening to this podcast, we ask you to consider supporting it by making a reoccurring or one-time donation. Visit Mayflower's website at www.mayflowerucc.org and click on the Donate Now button. Donations made to Mayflower's Radio Fund are tax-deductible and go toward keeping this podcast available. Thank you for your support. The sermon you are about to hear was preached at Mayflower Congregational UCC Church of Oklahoma City by the Reverend Lori Walkie, Associate Minister at one of America's premier liberal Protestant pulpits. At Mayflower, we are an open and affirming peace and justice church where we believe that religion should be biblically responsible, intellectually honest, emotionally satisfying, and socially significant. We go now to the pulpit of Mayflower UCC Church of Oklahoma City and to the preaching and teaching of Reverend Lori Walkie. Welcome from Mayflower Congregational United Church of Christ, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. with you, friends. Thank you for showing up. 
I am Reverend Dr. Lori Walkie, and the man behind the camera is Rick Bolin, Mayflower's Director of Facilities and Communication. It is our tradition to begin the month of August with Men's Choir Sunday, led by Robert Lintner and our Director of Music, Clint Williams. It is a service of music and song that has us step just outside of our usual order of worship. We wanted to keep this tradition going, even though we didn't feel it would be safe to do just business as usual. So you'll notice that while there are fewer voices, you'll also see plenty of familiar faces, and they took care to social distance during rehearsals and recording. It also means that there are only a few announcements. Don't be so excited. First, wear a mask and social distance. These things continue to be some of the most important ways to love each other, given that hospitalizations related to COVID-19 are precariously high in Oklahoma. Second, read the weekly church email update, which includes all the announcements, or you can call the church office if you need more information on anything related to the work and ministry of this congregation. Finally, one of the reasons we are able to continue the tradition of Men's Choir Sunday during this time of online worship is because we have been able to invest in new and better recording equipment. And so we invite you to support Mayflower Church financially. Please mail a check to the church office or set up a one-time or recurring contribution online at mayflowerucc.org. Now, let the gift of music lift our hearts and inspire us to love.
pray with me? We're not sure what to pray today, Holy One. We've worked through draft after draft, edited, filtered, and rearranged the words, but it, but it either comes out dripping with sarcasm and cynicism or stays stuck in our throat. Too much to say for anything to come out at all. It's not that we think that if we can't pray something nice, then we shouldn't pray at all. For we know that prayer is a spiritual practice, a discipline, one of the ways we work towards wonder, love, and praise. But we are tired and tender. And while the prophet Isaiah assured us, when you pass through the waters, God will be with you, and when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you, the waves of grief and worry still threaten to sink us. How will we get out of this mess? Will our hearts ever mend? When will the tide turn? Let us not lose faith as we tread water, Holy One. Let the words of the old hymn be a lifeline of hope and promise as we seem so far from the peaceful shore. Love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help, love lifted me. Help us remember that you've done it before and you'll do it again. We pray in the name of love itself. Amen. Now let us say together the Lord's Prayer an inclusive version written by this congregation. Our Creator, who is in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For you reign in the power that is love, now and always. Amen.
This week, our nation has been celebrating the life and grieving the death of civil rights leader and Congressman John Lewis. He wrote an essay shortly before his death to be published on the day of his funeral. To honor the remarkable life of this man who gave so much to so many, we read it today as part of worship, for surely it is the gospel, the good news, and bread for the journey. Hear now these words from Congressman John Lewis. While my time here has now come to an end, I want you to know that in the last days and hours of my life, you inspired me. You filled me with hope about the next chapter of the great American story when you used your power to make a difference in our society. Millions of people motivated simply by human compassion laid down the burdens of division. Around the country and the world, you set aside race, class, age, language, and nationality to demand respect for human dignity. That is why I had to visit Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, though I was admitted to the hospital the following day. I just had to see and feel it for myself that after many years of silent witness, the truth is still marching on. Emmett Till was my George Floyd. He was my Richard Brooks, Sandra Bland, and Breonna Taylor. He was 14 when he was killed, and I was only 15 years old at the time. I will never ever forget the moment when it became so clear that he could easily have been me. In those days, fear constrained us like an imaginary prison and troubling thoughts of potential brutality committed for no understandable reason were the bars. Though I was surrounded by two loving parents, plenty of brothers, sisters, and cousins, their love could not protect me from the unholy oppression waiting just outside that family circle. Unchecked, unrestrained violence and government-sanctioned terror had the power to turn a simple stroll to the store for some Skittles or an innocent morning jog down a lonesome country road into a nightmare. If we are to survive as one unified nation, we must discover what so readily takes root in our hearts that could rob Mother Emanuel Church in South Carolina of her brightest and best, shoot unwitting concertgoers in Las Vegas, and choke to death the hopes and dreams of a gifted violinist like Elijah McLean. Like so many young people today, I was searching for a way out, or some might say a way in. And then I heard the voice of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on an old radio. He was talking about the philosophy and discipline of nonviolence. He said, we are all complicit when we tolerate injustice. He said, it is not enough to say it will get better by and by. He said, each of us has a moral obligation to stand up, speak up, and speak out. When you see something that is not right, you must say something. You must do something. Democracy is not a state. It is an act, 
and each generation must do its part to help build what we called the beloved community, a nation and world society at peace with itself. Ordinary people with extraordinary vision can redeem the soul of America by getting in what I call good trouble, necessary trouble. Voting and participating in the democratic process are key. The vote is the most powerful, nonviolent change agent you have in a democratic society. You must use it because it is not guaranteed. You can lose it. You must also study and learn the lessons of history because humanity has been involved in this soul-wrenching existential struggle for a very long time. People on every continent have stood in your shoes through decades and centuries before you. The truth does not change, and that is why the answers worked out long ago can help you find solutions to the challenges of our time. Continue to build union between movements stretching across the globe because we must put away our willingness to profit from the exploitation of others. Though I may not be here with you, I urge you to answer the highest calling of your heart and stand up for what you truly believe. In my life, I have done all I can to demonstrate that the way of peace, the way of love and nonviolence, is the most excellent way. Now, it is your turn to let freedom ring. When historians pick up their pens to write the story of the 21st century, let them say that it was your generation who laid down the heavy burdens of hate at last and that peace finally triumphed over war and violence and aggression. So I say to you, walk with the wind, brothers and sisters, and let the spirit of peace and the power of everlasting love be your guide. Thank you, Congressman Lewis. We miss you already. We will do our best to rise to the challenge.
let us go with a word of blessing. And now may the power of God and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, which really does surpass all our understanding, go with every one of us, abiding in us, lifting us up, and making us whole. Let us go in peace, pray for peace, wage a little peace, and love one another, every single other. Amen. You've been listening to the preaching and teaching of Reverend Lori Walkie, Associate Minister at Mayflower Congregational UCC Church of Oklahoma City. More information about the church can be found at mayflowerucc.org or by visiting Mayflower's Facebook page. Worship services are every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. with adult education classes at 10 a.m. Mayflower also has a full church school for children of all ages available during the 11 a.m. service. Mayflower is located on Northwest 63rd Street, one block west of Portland. Thank you for listening.